Happy New Year's, everybody. A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A Yo, that's literally my favorite part of this song. I I I I bangs with this song real heavy. I think this is the first time I've used the same song more than once for my intro. I might keep it as my intro. I can't sing or afford anyone to record the uh, intro for this podcast. You know, I'm recording back in the DMV back home. But, of course, I'm in my apartment on my balcony by 95. Jamming to this beat. No alcohol. I'm drinking tea. It's cold as heck. But I don't give a F. Hey, I'm freestyling in 2020, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Kiki with Kian. Um... I am so blessed and honored, y'all, that you guys are still listening to me, listening to this podcast. Um, I've been talking about doing a podcast for years. Um, I was being lazy, plus I was, you know, trying to get my life together. Um, And then an angel from God, a really good friend of two of my closest friends, uh, told me about what to do and how to set up for this podcast. And here we are 11 episodes later you know still kikiing and chatting it up it is january 2nd 2020 um the day is almost over but i told you guys i was going to record and release an episode on this date so i'm gonna keep my word in 2020 okay and 2021 and for hopefully the subsequent many decades that will follow after this one so with that being said Let's let the kiki begin. I hope you guys enjoyed your new year. I know I did. Um, When we last spoke, it was three days ago, and I was almost 1,500 miles away. I was back in Texas, recorded from my grandmother's backyard, just, you know, being very um, introspective about the past year, past decade, actually, of my life, you know, in the 2010s, you know, I, when it started, I was a freshman in college. Um, I was unsure if I was going to be able to pay for my education. Uh, my relationship with my relatives was a mess. And I really felt like I didn't have anywhere to go uh, when vacations and the summer came around and those holidays I have my grandmother, of course, but, you know, she um, has the relatives, you know, she's the mother and, uh, you know, a person that's, you know, related to all the people, I, most of the people, excuse me, that I don't F with. And it was, I'm very close with my grandmother, love her. Um, it's just very difficult to be at her house sometimes. And, you know, I was fortunate that I had a uh, supervisor in college that told me, about you know a program or a job rather where i could live on campus and work over the summer as a conference assistant and i did that for the duration of undergrad um i also just been blessed with dozens of angels in my life uh miss tamika jamil mr scales uh my best friend kiana my best friend blaze my sister many countless other peoples my friends dominique angry stephanie arena tasia fran 
Lauren, Kevin, Katie, Caitlin, Natasha, Lauren, all of y'all. Love all of you guys. You guys are definitely angels. And I met all of you guys in 2010. Uh, well, I met you guys in 2009, 2010. I became really good friends with my friends Bree and Derek in 2010. And just to see them being a freshman couple to now married with a baby is just amazing. And then the countless other friends I have gather over the past 10 years you know my stevens my soroyas another stephanie um my friend kiana i have a bunch of kianas in my life including a sister named kiana who's another angel of mine my friend bridget girl love you to death uh all of you guys so i'm grateful for all of y'all i'm grateful for everyone that listens to this podcast um anyone whose name i forgot i love y'all y'all in my prayers um, I'm not drunk, so I'm actually going to follow through on a goal of mine, and that is to get financially, spiritually, and physically healthy in 2020, and I plan on being this way forever, so I gotta start, so today is day one, I did cheat and have Chick-fil-A for lunch today, but a bitch was hungry, and I was also watching The Sound of Music, which is the first movie I watched in 2020, I love that movie. Um, but yeah, no drinking. Uh, I did go to brunch yesterday with some of my friends and it was amazing. It was fun. And then it was Haitian Independence Day yesterday. So, ça passe to all of my Haitians. Uh, bon fête. Um, you know, joyeux anniversaire à Haiti, Haiti. Congratulations, félicitations. Um, I was trying to get some soup jumu from my friend Jasmine, but I'm going to get some from her this weekend. Uh, I didn't have enough bobbin court, but she didn't have enough soup jumu, so I missed out on both of it, I guess. And so did she. But um, I'll make up for it in 2021, God willing. But it was a great time. I hung out with some of my friends, some who I haven't seen in a very long time, some who I just saw as recently as a couple days earlier, my sister. And it was just... I couldn't pick a better group of people to be with um, to welcome a new decade in. So thank you, guys. Um, I just had a lot of fun. Um, so as you know, New Year was yesterday. Um, we're about to enter day three of 2020 already. This year is already flying by fast. It's crazy. And before I did this podcast or recorded this episode... I actually um, wanted to do something, so I wanted to write down some things, and I thought the number 10 would be the best. Uh, That is my goals for the year 2020. So I'm not going to reveal all of them. It's definitely between me and God, but I will reveal uh, two of them to you guys. Uh, The first one was to be, you know, spiritually, physically, and financially healthy uh in uh in 2020 or to start that process so uh i do have a goal weight in mind and the goal weight is purely for health and at that weight i felt good i felt healthy i was able to wear a lot of the clothes that i still have um i haven't been at that size in about six years so I'm going to hopefully end the year at that weight 
And my second one is just to be a better child and servant of God. Um, Like I told you guys, I am far from a perfect person. I'm a flawed person like all of us. Um, I do recognize, appreciate, praise God for everything he's done for me. Uh, Everything that he has shown me, whether it's something that I needed to see or something that I did not want to see or a hard lesson I had to learn before it was like, okay, like Ken, I hope you learned your lesson. Um, and I, I, I appreciate that. You know, I think, you know, people, a lot of times when people, you know, talk about God, I really do feel like most people actually do appreciate God. They may not be, you know, the go to church type of people. They may cuss a lot, drink a lot, have sex, all that other type of stuff. But you do know, like, okay, I do know my limits, you know. I do have morals, you know. And when I say morals, like, I know not to kill or hurt or harm someone intentionally at least uh i know that it feels bad to rob someone to put someone or myself in harm's way to do something that's just wicked you know i i think people realize that you know it's really easy for me to get drunk get lit you know go home with the nigga or whatever the case may be but i do know that i need to make sure that what I do in the future or what I'm doing in the present, actually. Okay, is this something that God will want me to do? Am I living by the principles of God to respect and love other people? So with that being said, I want everyone out here in 2020, if you're going to have sex, make sure it's consensual. I don't want to hear no more about men or women getting raped. Y'all know not to touch the children because I don't fuck with that. Um, you know, don't don't be out here trying to fight everybody, shoot people. If you got beef with someone, you know, tell them, like, let's square up. If they don't want to square up, leave it alone. Be like, okay, you a bitch. I don't respect you. Everyone knows you a bitch. You a punk. Don't say nothing else. And keep it moving. If the person's still running their mouth, then you might have to give them a two-piece in the face. And you know what? That's okay. You know what? People in the Bible got beat up. They had to learn. But at least you was the Christian and you... Or you know, the moral person, and you gave them a warning at first. I don't want to hear nothing about you motherfuckers out here shooting people in 2020 or stabbing people or throwing gas on acid on people, bombing people. Like, I don't want to hear no more of that, seriously. Um, I don't want to hear any more about, you know, schools being shot up. I don't want to hear any more about, you know, people that have disabilities or people that are old or people that rely on benefits due to a limitation. And I'm talking about a physical limitation or mental limitation. I don't want to hear anything about their benefits being taken away from them. Okay, Um, everyone that, you know, is not financially prepared at this moment wear condoms and do not have kids until you're financially prepared to take care of them i am sick of children being born into broken homes you don't have to be married you don't have to be all that other stuff i'm saying being financially and mentally prepared to care for a child because that's the most important thing a child needs is the necessities to live and they also need the emotional support and foundation to be loved supported and cared for So, 
I know that for me, I am not financially or emotionally ready to be a father or to even have a dog. Maybe a goldfish. I might start with that this year. Um, but that is definitely something, you know, I, I, ha- I have to be morally competent, f- mentally competent, excuse me, and have the morality to be like, I'm not going to endanger other people, including new life. I'm going to live for me, but it's not going to be to the uh, the word I'm looking for. To, it's not going to it's not going to harm or be to the detriment of someone else. I'm not going to do that. And I need the rest of y'all to follow that advice. And I'm also going to share one more thing with you guys. I think this year I'm going to go to bartending school. It's something I've been wanting to do ever since I was a teenager. Um, I wasn't a drinker in high school, but definitely when I was in college, I was drinking. Um, my uh, mother was a bartender at one point. I don't know what she does now. Uh, my grandparents at one point were bartenders. Um, and I love working at the bar. And it's nothing about being an alcoholic or, you know, I like to drink or any of that. I like being a I just love the idea of being a bartender. It's like, okay, you get to see people have fun. Um, You get to make drinks, see their libations. You got to make sure everyone's having a good time. But also you got to make sure that everyone is safe around you. So I may not be prepared to have children because I don't have the patience for 24-hour time care. But I'm pretty sure with some appropriate security and the support of staff and my bar making skills everyone could have a good time and i could take care of them between the hours of 5 p.m and 3 a.m okay one day a week because i'm still keeping my full-time job but yeah i that's something i definitely want to do so 2020 is definitely a year where i'm going to go out do stuff that i've been wanting to do for years i'm turning 30 years old this year so i don't want to go into my 30s feeling like oh my 20s was a waste of time i have no excuse i went to college so i was blessed enough to finish i make okay money i'm definitely exploring other career opportunities um and also to be more financially secured uh so with that being said I should be able to attend and afford bartending school. And also, I'm just going to travel more. I know I travel a lot already, but I want to travel more. I want to make sure that, you know, I meet people from all over the world. I've dated people from like five countries already. So another five won't hurt. Um, And, you know, just be up for some more life changing new adventures you know in 2020 and from thereafter so i want you guys to all do the same as well so um yeah 2019 was a crazy year it was a lot of shootings that really bothered me i was just thinking about that i didn't realize how effed up 2019 was until i was on social media uh for the past two days and i've been getting on social media a lot um i usually don't go on it i do snaps with my friends a lot um instagram i'm starting to go back on but i do more of like okay it's the holiday so let me post pictures and by the way me and my friends took some bomb ass pictures yesterday by this random drunk woman 
I don't know who that lady was, but those pictures she took of us was great before we went out. So it was actually two days ago, um, about 48 hours ago. Um, but yeah, that's that's. Um, wow, 2019 was just crazy. Yeah, those those shootings, the impeachment. Uh, some of my friends went through a big transition. Some were good. Some were bad. Um, one of my close friends who I used to work with, I worked with her for a year together. We no longer work together. Um, it's a good thing because she found a a career opportunity that's more in her field and more financial, more lucrative. So I'm trying to be on her boat very, very, very soon. Uh, but it was just, it was just a crazy year. You know, people was going through relationship dramas. I've heard of some relationship mess i've never heard of in my life people that i know people that are friends of friends or relatives of friends and i'm just like wow i'm kind of eager to share some of them but i <clears throat> i would never be told another secret again if i shared it with you guys so but it's crazy um i might actually write a book this year and I think I'm going to do that, too. I have a lot of stuff. You know, we always have New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year. And we don't follow through on it. You know, the first two or three weeks, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But then you get into the everyday routine again. It's like, okay, I say I'm going to lose weight. But, you know, you go to the gym for the first few weeks. Then you stop. You say you're not going to drink for the month of January, but then there's a lit party on Dr. King weekend. And if you're a how you doing, you want to go to Atlanta. Um, if you People say, you know, I'm going to stop eating meat. But then, you know, all of a sudden someone is having a, okay, a new a post New Year's dinner on Saturday. And you're just like, mm, maybe I could eat a little bit of meat. And next thing you know, it's like F and I'm done. And... If you guys have the willpower and if my voice is being heard through your ears, resist temptation. Seriously, you know, we're going to meet our goals in 2020. Everything we set for ourselves, let's do it. I'm sick of us complaining. I'm sick of us, you know, always having New Year's resolutions. I don't really want to do resolutions i don't do it very often but because i'm turning 30 this year i'm like okay bitch you need to make some changes and this is the perfect year to do it so i want you guys to think like me and just say to yourself bitch we gotta get it together in 2020 so i'm drinking some tea right now um it's really good i'm not gonna drink until about 35 36 days from now that's when i'll start drinking again so but yeah let's start talking about some topics because we're going to have a full episode tonight i'm not going to leave you guys hanging like a uh, booty call that fell through i'm legit going to kiki and talk with you guys and we're going to have a good time okay so let's talk about vacations start looking at vacations now um this year, um, again, like I said, next month I'm going to Vegas. I've never been before. I'm so excited. I booked my ticket about two months ago. Um, it was expensive. 
I'm only going to be there for two nights, three days. So it's like, eh. But it's not for me. It's for my best friend, her bachelorette party. And I let her know how I felt about us spending a short amount of time there. But I also realized that it's not about the amount of time we spend there. It's the amount of time we spend together, ensemble. Especially for like this big milestone she's about to reach. So I'm excited for that. Um, I spent New Year's with her and one of our other friends who's in the wedding and will be in Vegas also so that was fun and then my other best friend is have is turning 30 this year so she's the oldest hen in this group of old chicken hens including myself and we're going to miami <coughs> and i've been to miami before one of my really good friends two of my really good friends excuse me live in miami but I'm really excited because this time I'm going when it's a little warmer and we're staying at a villa and um, I'm going to be around some more people that I love and I'm so excited for that. Uh, It's really fun when you have friends that are all the same age as you and especially when you reach a big, well, every birthday is a milestone. So, but when you reach a, let's say a big birthday, so that would be like when you're a kid, it's your first birthday and then it's 13, uh, 16 if you're into that type of stuff, 18 because you're legally an adult, 21 because you could get lit. Then it's 30, 35 because now you can run for president if you want. And then after that, it's basically every five year, every five year increment until, you know, the Lord calls you home or sends you home to Satan. So I so, you know, that, that that's how it is. And I'm just so excited for that. Then I'm going to Mexico. I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico in June for my friend's wedding. I'm really excited about that. I've never been to Mexico. It's an all-inclusive trip. I've never had that before. And I bought some rompers. And let me tell y'all about rompers. So I'm so mad rompers were not around when I was thin. Because if they were, I might still be skinny till this day. Like, I'm not going to tell you where I get mine from. There's a couple websites that sell rompers for men. And the ones I found are amazing. So, I'm a short person. I have a big bum. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. If you guys don't know what a bum is, it's a butt. And y'all know I'm Como Saval. How you doing, gay? So, you know, I, um, I, I, I say that because... I like to show off, you know, I want to look good for the summer, look good for the boys and go out and everything. But for a lot of, you know, men, you know, having a big butt is. I don't want to say it's not natural, but it's not very common. You know, some gay guys would say, oh, you know, he has a nice butt, a big butt, whatever. But the butts are not that big. It's like, oh, okay, you have a butt, but it's not big. You know, you know, it's not. Kim Kardashian big. It's not uh, J-Lo big. Or who's another um, famous person with a big butt? Um, Tina. Gina. Pam. It's not that. Mine's is though. And I'm just like very. I was very scared to get a romper for a long time. But they actually have it in a size that I could fit. And I still need to lose weight and still want to lose weight, but I bought like these rompers for Miami and for my trip to Mexico. So 
I'm more excited about wearing the rompers than I am for the actual trips. And then I'm going to my 30th birthday party. I'm throwing it in New York. And I spent my 25th birthday in New York. And I said, you know, after 21, well, really after 35 is five year increments, but you can also say that at 21 as well. So after five years, I'm going back to New York for my birthday. And I'm just really excited about that. And then after that, I don't have any planned trips, but my friend Mo, shout out to Mo, is supposed to be uh, planning a trip to South America for all of us for Christmas. So I hope he uh, follows through with that because I really need to go to South America. You know, I also need to go to the motherland. I also need to go to Asia. And I'm going to try to hit up Australia within the next three or four years, God willing. So... If you guys are planning any trips this year, I advise you to start doing it now. Go on Hopper. I look at that. Or Skip Lagged, Google Flights. If you have a travel agent, they're still good. Um, support y'all travel agents. You know, these sites and um, things and everything, they're good and all. But a travel agent actually confirms everything. You tell them what you want and they will definitely, you know, tell you like okay this flight's basic that means blah 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 or this flight's economy blah 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 this hotel is guaranteed good this hotel is trash don't always rely on those internet people because sometimes they be bickering in the comment sections some people like a little hood, hood ratchet hotel which really is a motel and some people are like hell to the no and if you're like me you part of the latter group because if i'm spending 150 dollars a night to stay somewhere the sheets better be clean and i should be able to go into my building where the hotel is where i'm staying at and not go back outside or about pookie trying to sell a hoe to me for ten dollars i just i refuse especially for 150 dollars a night now for ten dollars a night maybe but not for 150 <laughs> so that's that um a few episodes i told you guys about family relationships and everything um i don't really see that changing much in 2020 for me um i think the relationships i have with relatives and with friends the ones that i have i cherish um i'm going to try to strengthen them so i will try to call my grandmothers both of them more often I have sisters I need to speak with more often and my little brother. Um, I need to speak with him more often as well. I also um, I had a crazy dream today and it kind of confirmed everything that I was telling telling you guys um, how I felt about my biological parents. Uh, this one particular applies to my sperm donor, my biological father. So, right before Christmas, <clears throat> I think it was about three weeks ago tonight, actually, or tomorrow night, I was with one of my friends, my friend Yolandra, and I got a message. I'm at her house. Me and her are talking, laughing, drinking wine, eating cheese, watching Temptation Island. Uh, we like shows like that. And... There was this woman who reached me on Facebook, Facebook Messenger. 
I don't like Facebook Messenger. I don't like that they made them two separate apps, Facebook Messenger and Facebook itself. But people were hitting me up on Facebook Messenger. And as I was traveling more, you know, that was really the only way people did it. I just started doing WhatsApp probably about two years ago. So it I was like, okay, let me just download Facebook Messenger. And this woman happened to Facebook message me when I was actually reaching to my phone because my friend Yolandra said something and I wanted to look it up or whatever the case was. And it was basically I found out that my biological father had gotten remarried. When I was 16 years old, my great great my great grandmother, excuse me, one great, my great grandmother, may she rest in peace. Um, I spoke with her and we were just talking and I love my great grandmother. She was an amazing woman. She was the oldest relative I met and I knew and just just a beautiful person in and out. She was definitely beautiful. I mean, that's I'm beautiful and I came from her. So, uh she told me that my father had gotten married and i was shocked you know i hadn't seen my father in about two years at that point uh i really had no desire to ever see him again and i didn't really have a relationship with him because he was a deadbeat parent and for some reason though on that day i just cried i not to her i didn't want to want her to know that you know this was the first time i found out that he was married like no one told me or anything so i just cried and i was upset and i don't know why and i think it was because when i was about 10 years old um there was a horrible summer i had and my father had a conversation or was talking to me about a scenario or something and he was saying when he would get married i would be his best man this nigga has no friends. I've never met any friends that was a male. You know, all his women were, all his friends, excuse me, were women. And I'm pretty sure he slept with most of them. I know he slept with at least five of them. And I was just really hurt and upset. And I'm his oldest son. He has, I don't even know at this point, but I know of three and I'm at least eight years older than them. So I was just very hurt and upset for like, you know, even he didn't have the decency to tell me he was getting married. So whatever. It is what it is. He got married. Um, but they're divorced now. Uh, so that was a waste of a wedding. And it was a good thing I didn't go. So I didn't have to witness that mess of a matrimony. But this lady that <coughs> hit me up three weeks ago from tomorrow night. <clears throat> excuse me y'all she told me that she is now his wife and she wanted to meet me even though it was on facebook the woman was very nice very respectful i have nothing bad to say about her a pretty lady too uh she seemed age appropriate um and i was just a little shocked because i this woman had actually facebook request me a few months prior and i did not know who she was and i'm very hesitant about adding people on facebook that i don't know i use 98 percent of the time i don't do it you know a couple people i've added because you know they were friends of my friends or relatives of my friends and when i say friends i mean my close friends and 
they're like, oh my gosh, I hear so much about you. Da, da, da. And I've spoken to these people on the phone before when they were talking to my friends. So if they send me a friend request, I will, you know, accept it. But in the past, I would say eight years, I haven't done that. Like if I don't know you and if I don't bang with you, I'm not adding you. Plus, there's people I block. I don't want to talk to. I don't want have any communication with me. So when I looked up this woman, I'm thinking, how does she know me? Why did she add me? And I think we had one or two mutual friends. And one of them is my great aunt. Um, And I love my great aunt. So I'm like, okay, she knows my one aunt, but I still don't know her. And then the other one is my half-brother who I'm Facebook friends with. Um, He added me when he was 14. I was hesitant because uh, his mother is my father's ex-wife, the one who I found out he married on my... When I found out he married her... I found out on my 16th birthday. They were actually married for a year before that. And I was like, okay, he's probably monitoring it, but I don't want to come off as an asshole to a kid. So I accepted his friend request. So she was Facebook friends with him. And I'm like, okay, so is this a relative of mine's or what? And I see pictures of her and my biological father. So I say, oh, hell no. So I don't Facebook. I don't accept their friend request. I decline it. And I'm just thinking, like, I won't hear from this lady again. I don't know why she has uh, pictures with him. But I find out later she's his wife. And when I saw her message, you know, she introduced herself, told me her name. Uh, I'm not going to share it. And she just told me she wanted to uh, meet me even through Facebook. And the message seemed nice. But a red flag for me was it was two that got my attention is one. You're married to this man. And you didn't bother to reach out to me before y'all got married. So was this a shotgun wedding or what? Like, I don't know why. And why you didn't message me first before you tried to friend request me. And uh, then she's in the message. She said, I would like to get to know you, even if it's just through Facebook. And my thing is. I'm going to be very honest. Um, I doubt this lady will ever hear this podcast. But if she does, God bless her. Thank you for being a new listener. Uh, if her husband's listened to it, uh, nigga, I don't bang with you. Um, if she had said she wanted to meet me in person, I would have met with her. I really would have. I would have met with her because I would have liked to know why she reached out to me. I don't know if she would wanted to reach out to me because she thought that, oh, maybe I can try and fix this relationship that I probably only heard one side about. I'm pretty sure she loves her husband and don't think anything bad of him. So I'm pretty sure she probably doesn't know why I don't talk to him. Uh, he's a liar, so I don't know what he could have told her. He probably said, you know, his mother kept him away from me or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But I definitely would have spoken to her. And I wouldn't disrespect him in front of her initially. I won't. I would say, you know, we just don't have a relationship because he's made several actions as a person who should have been a parent that a parent should never do. I would have left it at that. But I would have had a decent... I would have been cool with her. And who knows? Maybe I could have... Not necessarily for, uh, I've well, forgiven him. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, be for, you know, visiting them on holidays. But I would definitely, you know, probably would have been like, okay, you know what? 
I could meet him for dinner once a year. Maybe I could sit down and talk to him. Maybe we could have some type of reunion. If the man is dying, you know, maybe I can come to the uh, to the hospital or to the funeral. Uh, I'll definitely be at the will reading if he left me something. You know, that type of stuff. But it, I didn't get that. It was just very odd that, you know, she was like, okay, I'm, I want to meet you or I want to, you know, get to know you. But through Facebook and it's like okay well if you don't want to meet me in person or if you didn't if you mentioned Facebook if you didn't just say I would like to meet you in general then you know there's a hindrance you know that it's a possibility that we would never meet in person so why didn't you say that you know why why did you say that I don't know if I'm making sense to you guys so let me try to rephrase it if I want to meet someone and I want to get to know them and I'm reaching out to them. I wouldn't say, oh, I want to meet you and know about you through your profile picture or through the information you leave on your Facebook or through your pictures. If we're never going to meet in person or, you know, I don't plan on us meeting in person, then why reach out to me at all or why want to be my Facebook friend? And because of that, I told her basically, you know, you seem like a nice lady. Thank you for reaching out to me. I'm pretty sure you're talking about, I said my uh, biological father's name. Uh, but, you know, I don't have a relationship with him and we may never meet in person. But thank you, you know, and congratulations on your nuptials. Some of my friends said I was a little shady. I really try not to be shady, but I let it be curt like, you know, we may never meet in person, but since you reached out to me first, like if you had said, Ken, my name is, I'm gonna call her Jane Doe. I'm Jane Doe. I'm married to your dad. Um, I don't know much about you or this is what I know about you. And if you're ever around, please feel free to uh, call me at this or hit me up here or, you know, um, is there a way we can meet in person? Um, your dad would like to see you. Something like that. Because I have him blocked. If she has said something like that, sis and I, we, we would probably be cool. I would be making plans right now to see him. And who knows, my happy, fine, slimmer ass in June of 2020 might be like, yeah, bitch just turned 30 and just spoke to my sperm donor for the first time in 10 years. And that would be a good ass episode because I would tell y'all everything I told his ass, how I would cuss him out because I cussed him out the last time I spoke to him. And but it was a classy cuss out. You know, I didn't tell him to eat, suck, kiss, lick. I didn't do none of that. But I did tell him he got a lot of damn audacity to be calling someone a sissy when he ain't shit himself. But that's neither here nor there. So I'm sorry, y'all. I'm ranting. <laughs> but I'm coming to tell you guys that um, this Last night, or this morning rather, I had a dream, and I was, for some reason, at my biological father's house, and I've never been to this house before, um, or anything, but I was at his house, and I've had dreams where I'm around him or with him in the past, and I had it a couple times in 2019, but this one is the most recent and the most uh, lucid, and... For some reason, my sister, Shawnee, she's not his daughter, but she was there and I was sleeping and I just hear from the other room, him, her, the wife and a couple other people all laughing and talking. And my sister is just like, you know, 
kikiing with them. And I was like, why the hell is she talking to them? Um, and my sister probably knows not the most, but she's like in the top four or maybe top three, actually, that knows how bad <coughs> my father was to me outside of people that been in the house with us. So I'm like, why is she talking to him? And then um, later on in the dream, I'm like up and I'm in a room and I'm folding clothes and everything. And then my father is talking to me and he's basically um, like smiling and say, oh, he's so happy with his life and everything. Like just telling me he's happy and everything. He's telling me all of this. And he said, yeah, you know, and too bad you're not here and just walks away. And I'm just like, what? That's kind of weird. Why am I having a dream where this man is basically, I'm in his house and he's telling me he's happy. And uh, she just says, too bad. I'm not like, I wish you were here. It was like, too bad. And it was just really weird. Like, why I had a dream like this? And I don't know if that's like subconsciously, I'm sad that, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sad that I'm not in his life or am I'm just like, did that message just basically say like you look your father's happy now i'm happy with him you know this is me trying to extend an olive branch to you or just letting you know like we're happy we heard from you because i do be posting some cryptic stuff and maybe someone relayed something to him i don't know what the case may be but i was just really shocked by that dream you guys email me at kclorbird at icloud.com and let me know what y'all thought that dream was about or what this whole message, the message that the lady sent me because I'm here on my balcony looking at the slave plantation across the uh, country club, drinking my tea, you know, pondering like what the hell did that dream mean? Because this morning I was like, what? I really woke up like, what the hell? Why did I dream that I'm at this man's house? First of all, I would not be there. Uh, second of all, why would I be in a room folding clothes and he comes up in the room smiling and happy? I've never seen this motherfucker happy ever. And then he just tells me like, you know, yeah, I'm happy. We're all happy and great. And uh, too bad you're not. No, he didn't say too bad you're here. He I don't know, y'all. It's just, it's crazy. I'm going to start uh, writing my dreams down as soon as I wake up. So that way I can remember things verbatim and I can start analyzing them and go on dreaminterpretations.com because they be on the point sometimes. If I start dreaming about possums, then I think I know what's going on. Uh, look up possum dreams because when you dream about possums or something, it basically means you have a fear of something that you have no business being scared of and yeah i don't know i don't i i i would have to think about it i would really have to think about it but if you ask me and if i was a betting person which i am i really think that dream was basically about me i'm still thinking about that lady's message and she's basically telling me like hey um i know you exist and you get talked about a lot and I want to get to know you and I I I, I get that um like I said though I'm j I was just a little I maybe I don't know if that's God telling me or my subconscious telling me maybe you were being too dismissive with that message to that lady 
But at the same time, though, I'm just looking at it like if you really wanted to get to know me, I would have appreciated that lady saying, you know, let's meet up somewhere or feel free to hit me up or call me or something. I don't know. And then the crazy thing is when I woke up this morning, I went back to that lady's message on Facebook Messenger because, you know, you can read messages. And when I got there. Like her profile picture was gone. The message was still there in her name, but her profile picture was gone. And when I tried to find her on Facebook, I couldn't find her. So it's like she either deleted her account or she blocked. I don't know what happened, but she I, I couldn't find her anymore. And I was able to see her last week. So maybe that that was like basically the universe, God telling me, you know, you basically committed a final break. Uh, they won't contact you anymore. It is what it is. So, whatever. Like Tierra Marie said, I ain't had no daddy around when I was growing up. Growing up, that's why I'm wild and I don't give a fuck. I really don't get, care. I really am wild. I did have a daddy though, my step daddy. He's a mess too. Lord have mercy, but he's my daddy. So I ain't gonna go in on him tonight. I'll save that for my sister though. But yeah, that was crazy. That's my first dream of 2020. That's what I was thinking of. So that was relationships, um, money and everything. I'm still out here looking for jobs. Um, don't cheat yourself out in 2020, guys. Uh, I had a job and I think they were really interested in me, but they claimed that my salary requirements were too high. I personally think I would. I'm not going to tell you guys my exact salary, what I make now, but I will say this. I think I deserve at least $67,000 a year. Not just because I have a degree, not just because I speak two languages, not just because I'm a hard and dedicated worker who will not go home until the work is done, not because I care about the clients and the people that I help. And I make sure I give them the best options, best advice, best information and best services that they deserve and need. I am also a person that's very caring. I'm an extrovert. Um, I'm intelligent. I'm resourceful. I have a lot of knowledge and skills. You know, I was an AmeriCorps. I have a passion for liberal arts, humanity, helping people. And I feel like that's something that the world is devoid of lately. And for any company that needs someone that is passionate about their job, about helping others and helping people. And these are the type of jobs that I'm applying to and I'm interested in. I think I deserve the salary that I, I need. You know, I'm helping these people, but I need to make sure that I'm good. I need to make sure that my rent is paid. Or, you know, whenever I decide to buy a house, if I could ever, I could pay the mortgage. I need to make sure that my student loans will be getting paid off. I need to make sure that, you know, the three to four weeks a year where I have a break that I can go somewhere and not worried about putting money on my credit card or not worried about, you know, sacrificing groceries or utility bill or, you know, transportation costs for the month. And I'm not going anywhere crazy like. I mean, I've been to France multiple times. I've been to Spain multiple times. You know, I'm not trying to go on like expensive ass safaris and, you know, jet set to Tahiti. None of that. But, you know, if my ass want to go to a carnival cruise to the Bahamas for seven days, I should be able to afford that. If my ass want to go to 
Atlantic City and take the Megabus Express to Philly and then hop on the Paco train or the New Jersey Transit train, rather, to Atlantic City and pay the $159 a night at a hotel where I ain't got to worry about Pookie trying to sell me a prostitute for $10. I, I have that right. And I just, I I've been out here applying, y'all, looking and everything. I haven't gotten an offer yet or anything but i know god got me as always and in 2020 i'll be doing better so i'm working on that as well um what else uh like i said education wise i'm going to go back to school not this year but i will be going back within the next two years uh the new education i will be getting though is how to mix some more drinks you know i make my own little personal drinks like my cocktail limon my carlisle iced tea shout out to philly and soca at temple university um but you know i want to be able to make a nice tom collins you know when you know i get a man well i have men but i'm talking about a man like a permanent one where it's like i'm cooking dinner and stuff i want you know be like oh baby you know make me a drink and i'm like okay zaddy or i'd be like yo babe make me a drink make this type of drink da 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 he's like oh okay kian like i i want that you know so that's the knowledge i'm gonna get this year by going to bartending school so i gotta make sure i'm good with that too so I'm just so excited for this year, you know. Um, I'm wondering about what's going to happen. Uh, I don't. I'm not uh, fixated on how the year will end. I'm more fixated on how my actions right now will play out through the year. How it would lead to, you know, hopefully greater success and greater results, and you know, just good things and opportunities in 2020 for myself and for my loved ones and the people around me. So. I'm really excited about that. So that's why I'm starting all my stuff now. I'm keeping my promises to you guys to try to record once a week and release an episode every week. You know, I got to beat the read. People are popular. I mean, they're popular. People are on that podcast. Ain't no hate on them. I just need to be consistent like them. Uh, I need to be consistent on going to the gym, working out, getting my old body back. Um I'm getting old now, so it's harder to be fighting people out in these streets if I'm not going to the gym. I don't plan on fighting, but, you know, you got to be prepared because people are crazy out here. And if 2020 is crazy like 2019, then, Ken, you got to watch your back. And the rest of y'all need to watch y'all backs, too, and watch out for mine because I got a lot of haters out here. Um, what else is going on? Um, respect y'all ancestors in 2020 because people are disrespectful. Um... You know, your ancestors are looking down. Some of them are maybe looking up. And you just got to make sure that you keep the ones, especially the ones that are looking down, make them happy. Like all the ass whoopings, especially for my minority people. And, you know, what? also for my white people that, you know, came from a struggle background. And for the ones who, you know, are passing. Our ancestors took a lot of ass whoopings, beatings. A lot of BS, okay? And we should try to make them proud. Um, as long as they weren't like clan members or Nazis or anything. We got to make the others, we got to make them proud. You know, let it be like, okay, well, I know everything that I suffered and went through. It's for the betterment of my descendants. 
You know, I want them to know that, you know, I may have lost my life in a war, but, you know, hopefully the outcome of that war gave peace to the world or to this region where they don't got to go out and sell drugs and kill people and hold vendettas and revenges and all that other bullshit. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, Ain't nobody got time to be getting beat on in 2020. I'm so sick of hearing all these stories, especially of people I know getting their asses beat by their boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives. I domestic. I love what's love got to do with it. Me and my sister quote and call each other anime all day, every day. But domestic violence or any type of violence is not funny to me. If a motherfucker hit you once, run, leave, get out. They don't love you. He or she don't love you. Men. Men are out here getting their asses beat too. If a woman is scratching you and want to hit you upside the head and punch on you, leave her ass. She ain't no good. I don't care if you cheated on her or what. If you cheat on her, you trash. Or him, you trash. But if someone put their hands on you or think they have the audacity to put their hands on you like that, it's time to walk away. It's not even worth fighting or uh, fighting or getting your ass beat over. Uh people out here um i'm still on prep praise the lord i'm still on prep uh i do my renewal next week um all my guys that are out here on prep please stick to it uh even if your insurance don't cover it if you can afford to take those tests and pay for the pills do it i have to pay about 200 dollars every time i get tested it's a big difference from the 1000 dollars i would probably have to pay but the peace of mind of knowing like okay you know there's this pill that could have saved 40 million people unfortunately they didn't have access to it and they've passed but now you do and we could be the generation to end hiv and aids still use condoms because super gonorrhea is out here and it's out here taking lives whooping ass we need to we need to like just strap it up guys guys strap it up ladies strap it up um condoms is not just something that you wear to not have kids it's also something you need to wear if you don't want to get any stds or stis um and last but not least zeus network i subscribe to y'all tonight and i need y'all to give better content now i love that tokyo tony show don't get me wrong but Y'all know y'all high-key played her with that group of men that y'all gave her because they were all trash. She didn't go on out one day with any of these men. Give her some type of personality test or something because the last, like, six episodes I watched in three hours. And I'm just like, wow, these guys are really trash for Tokyo Tony. And Tokyo Tony out here is a feminist icon because the way she degraded those men. I know that doesn't make you a feminist icon. It's a joke, y'all. I know y'all motherfuckers out here are sensitive. But the way she degraded the men on that show, I'm just like, Gloria Steinem probably secretly watches this show. And she is proud. Like, wow. Uh, (laughs) I like Gloria Steinem. I don't like what she said about Bernie Sanders, though, a few years ago. I'm still upset about that. Oh, speaking of which... um, my homie Bernie Sanders, Bernie, congrat- Mr. Sanders, Senator Sanders, congratulations. I hope you get the nomination ticket. And I already said, if you are the if you're running for president 
And if you're on that ballot in November, I'm voting for you. I don't care if you got to run independent or be part of the Aunt Jemima party ticket. I'm voting for you. If you become a communist, oh, well, I'm going to be raising a sickle and a star and a red flag and reading uh, Karl Marx because I fucks heavy with Bernie Sanders. Uh, with that being said, y'all, y'all have a blessed night. <laughs> um... Y'all be on the lookout for what's going on in the news. We got to make sure that the news is filled with better stuff in 2020. I'm sick of hearing about murders, kidnappings, rapists, um, people selling their souls. I'm sick of hearing it. I don't want to hear about any more deaths. You know, if God calls you home, that's one thing. If, if it's a natural cause or something. But I'm talking about deaths because these violent ass people out here shooting, stabbing, robbing people, acting crazy. Let's let's avoid that, y'all. 2020 needs to be the year where the world is better. You know, Baltimore, y'all had a crazy year. I want y'all to get it together. And I love Baltimore. I almost moved to Baltimore before I decided to move to D.C. And that's because I got a job down here first. Baltimore, I need y'all to do better. New York, I heard that y'all crime rate went up again. Um, that's why I don't live up there. D.C., I'm here. Y'all need to calm down, too, because last year, especially the last two months, was ridiculous. Chicago, y'all in my prayers. All of y'all are in my prayers. Y'all have a blessed and safe weekend. Happy New Year's again. And we will speak next week on another episode of Kiki with Kian. Bye-bye.